Welcome to Stuff We Love Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Stuff We Love Podcast. Today, I am joining you all from London. This is Jack, and I am joined by my girlfriend, Sarah, who is also with me in London. And as always, we're also joined by Scott. We're going to be talking a little bit about my our trip to London, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Sarah's um, Instagram uh, food account, which is some amazing content. This is a completely unbiased review in saying that. And then we'll finish it off with the very popular Stuff We Love segment. So I'm Jack. I'm Sarah. And I'm Scott. And this is the Stuff We Love podcast. This is so great right now. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. So for our listeners, they don't know that this, this is the first time that Scott and Sarah have met, even though it's even though it's digitally and across uh, across the pond, uh, it's a big day. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, I feel like I know you a little bit. What's yeah, that? likewise, likewise. I've listened to pretty much every episode. I feel wow. like, yeah, she's that's just great. I'm, huh? a, I'm a big fan. That's that's a very wonderful here. So you are our one listener, right? <laughs> it's you. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. I'm kidding. We actually have listeners in the UK, quite a few. So you should go find them and uh, surprise them with gifts or something. She she is the uh, maybe like I want to say like third uh, girl that we've had on the show. It, it hasn't been that diverse. <laughs> There's so not far. many. There's not many. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say probably maybe like the fifth. I would the fifth or so. Okay. Oh, look at us. I would be interested to, to see like a guy to girl ratio. You know what I mean? And you know the podcast since it started has reminded me of the parties I went to in college. It ended up being a lot of guys and not that many girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> For us as well, oh usually. Usually for me, it's just Sarah there, right? Yeah. And then my three uh, roommates, who hopefully the audience will get to meet at some point. <laughs> Absolutely. Before we start, Jack, did I ever tell you the story? Sarah, I know I haven't told you the story because we are just speaking for the first time now. Did I ever tell you the story when I was in college on a road trip and I sh- at University of North Carolina? No? No. I don't think no, I Just a this. quick story. I did a road trip senior year of college. We went, my roommate Greg and I, we went to Florida. And on the way home, we spent the night at our friend's place at the University of North Carolina in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. And we get there and there's a huge party going on. He, he lived in a house off campus. He threw a huge party for Greg and I, his friends from out of town. And then when we arrive, he, he like stops the party and he says, they're here, they're here. And, you know, meaning me and my friend Greg. Yeah. Literally almost every girl left at that moment. <laughs> it was like an ex- Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what we were. And Greg, it, it ended up just being me, Greg, and about six or eight six to eight other people and i ended up just falling asleep it was quite a night you know sometimes that's when you have the most fun so that is true that is true and look um, at you now so the, those girls missed out that is true that's that i'm hey i'm a podcaster baby you know this is a, exactly, <laughs> exactly. A chance. so um i'm really excited to talk to you about uh, a bunch of stuff tonight and um why don't you begin guys by giving me a little summary of your london trip you know t- some highlights sure. and i'll ask yeah. questions based on that Sarah, do you want to give an overview? Yeah, I feel like we've done a lot. We haven't left the city much, but I think we've done almost everything that you would want to do when visiting London. Um, to start off, well, we've seen Buckingham Palace mm-hmm. on all in one day, actually. We saw Buckingham Palace, Big Ben, the London Eye, mm-hmm. the department store Harrods, and... A bunch of the highlights. Yeah. That was all in one day. And then I think just here and there, we've done a few other things. We had an entire day of our, like we did ourselves, but a Harry Potter tour, which was fun. Yeah. And to give, to give Sarah proper credit, (laughs) she did it herself. She came up with, she went online and found like some articles about 
you know, where they had, where they had been inspired JK Rowling or the directors for, to film certain locations. Mm -hmm. And so he went to a bunch of different spots. So he went to um, inspiration for um, Diagon Alley, um, platform nine three quarters. We went to King's Cross. Um, We saw a bunch of different things. And then we, we also went to like this really cool um, Harry Potter. It's not an affiliated, officially affiliated um, store, but I think they had. It's the graphic designers of the show, oh, like okay. two of them. Gotcha. I think they're either they're related or best friends. What was it called? Do you remember the story? It was called The House of Mina Lima. I yeah. Think. And, and that was really cool. Props too. from the show. Yeah. Um, all different like merch and stuff. Yeah. And just. And so we wow. went there. Yeah, cool different things. That was a cool day. That was, and that was all Sarah came up with everything. We went from spots Well, I can to say exactly what we did. Yeah, go ahead. Please, that'd be great. Like to know. I'm sure they would. <laughs> Um, so we started off, oh, okay, so we started off going to the zoo, which is actually near Jack's um, housing through Fordham, and we walked through Regent's Park to get there, and that was where they filmed from the first movie with the bow constrictor, I think, when it, like, comes out of the glass at At Dudley. Yes. Yeah. Um, So we did that first, and then King's Cross we went to, which is where nine and three quarters was, and we pretended to run through the wall. (laughs) Were you and the then, only ones um, to do that, or were other people doing it too? At the time, it was just us. But yeah. I feel like Sarah said, like they're definitely used yeah. to seeing, you know, tourists. And we walked it. across the bridge to where there's like the scene between Hagrid and Harry. Yeah, where Harry's bad. like platform nine three quarters. Hagrid, there must be a mistake. <laughs> and wow, that was that's cool amazing. Too. Yeah, look at that accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's no, really something. No, no. My, my roommates are way better at it. I'm just trying to mimic them. Oh my god! But that was cool too. It was cool. And then from there we went to that little Mina Lima store. Mm-hmm. And then there's this like garden. I think I forget what the garden was called. Or no, I don't know. But we saw a Harry Potter statue. There's like a few different sculptures yes. for. There, it was called like the Walk of the Films or something. That was actually um, Scott, where my parents are going to stay at the uh, the W Hotel in mm-hmm. London. It was actually right outside of the hotel, like right around the corner that they have in a Soho. in Soho. Yeah, that they have a statue of um, like it's a statue of Harry Ryan and his. Uh, there were a few other Mary Poppins, maybe Clifford. Clifford the big dog was there yeah. too. Wow. So there were, that was a cool spot. That's awesome. And then, and then um, we went to I think that I might be missing something, but oh, we went and see or we went and saw um, the Australia House, which is what Gringotts Bank yes. is based off of. Yeah, Gringotts. Gringotts yeah, you got it. Um, what is that? Is that, that a bank cool. or is it just a house? It, re- I, it really was a bank. I'm pretty I think sure. it's a it's financial called, building of some kind. Yeah. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We weren't able to go in, but we saw the outside. Yeah. Um, and then our final stop was Leiden Hall Market, which it was kind of closed because it was a Sunday evening. and Which I thought made it even cooler. Yeah, it was cool. We were pretty much the only ones there. So, it's this. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I don't know. It was based off of, I guess, Diagon Alley, I think. Or no, it's what Diagon Alley is based off of. Yeah. And then, um, we also saw the door for the leaky cauldron which was where really that was cool yeah. yeah that so the the um it was even cool that we went at night when it was empty because mm-hmm. you kind of got to like really you know kind of use your imagination looking around sure. but um yeah so the leaky cauldron door they um I, they obviously like painted over it because in the movie it's like this beige gray color and it's like all the all the windows are kind of the same color um but if you look up that door online the one that Har- hagrid and uh, harry walk into um, it's literally the same exact door. Like they haven't changed the framing of the building at all. The, the colors are different. It's like an actual a building. Now I think it's I forget it was like a chiropractic building or something. But yeah. um, it was so cool because it was literally the entrance that they filmed in the movie. And um, I think the other really cool thing that I liked was King's Cross because it felt. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're like a you know you 
grew up in the UK, grew up in London, you're used to it because you know you just go to catch a train. Sure. But for us, it was like it was really, really surreal because yeah, it felt like yeah, you're just in the movie, and it's like right next to St Pancras, which has yes, it's just like a beautiful little train yeah station. train station. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know I, I kind of remember yeah. that when I was there in 2008 because that was the last time I was in London I took the train to Liverpool and we may have left from that station but we didn't spend any time there and if I was there now every single thing you just mentioned I would love to do because I love Harry Potter <laughs> um, tell me again the name of the place that uh, Diagon Alley is based on oh it's called the Leiden Hall Market Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. It was a bunch of um shops. Yeah, and all stores different stores we've such. heard of. A barber. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a barber store there. Jesus. Really? And is it very thin? It but was cool. a few different. No, it was. I can't put a picture on here, obviously, but it was big. It was wide. Yeah, it was. I think it's very more just like um ceilings. the the business of it is right. kind of what could have inspired it. Yeah, it, was it cool. had a really cool like dome shaped roof. Yeah, kind of it was thing. really pretty. Yeah. That's Let's awesome. Look up pictures. <laughs> yeah. We can post some stuff on our Instagram too. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, to our listeners that don't follow us on Instagram, we're at stuff. We love podcast. I always get confused. Twitter stuff. We love pod and Instagram stuff. We love podcast. Yeah. And I posted a photo recently of King's cross from, and, and it, mm. if you've seen the Harry Potter movies, you will recognize that. And um, yeah, definitely send us some more photos and we'll get them up on our Instagram mm-hmm. uh, out of yeah, all absolutely. the things. Go Jack. Oh, no, I was just saying we could absolutely send some over for the uh, for the Instagram and the Twitter, too. Awesome. Thank you. And I was going to ask with the Harry Potter stuff. So, Jack, did you say your favorite thing you saw was King's Cross Station? Yeah, for sure. It just mm-hmm. felt like um, it just felt so surreal. Like it felt like because, I mean, that's where they filmed uh, a lot of right. the sections. And it's actually for, for anyone who you know might go. Um, Sarah figured it out, but it's platform nine and three quarters obviously doesn't exist, sadly. And so um, they filmed it in between platforms three and four or four and five, four and I think. Five. Four and five. So mm-hmm. you like it's you, that's where we went to um check it out. I think that was the coolest thing just because it was so surreal. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We got we both got videos of each other like running, pretending to run through the walls. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. Um and Sarah, what was your favorite thing you saw on the Harry Potter tour? I think the market at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, even though it was closed, it was still beautiful. And I feel like you just have to see it because there's nothing like that. I feel like in the U.S., like, I don't know, in New York, there's Chelsea Market. But compared to this, it's so much smaller and like skinnier, narrower. So this yeah, is so just here's huge. Some, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we've done a So other than that, yeah. we, we've been to a bunch of different like, you know, cute areas around London. Mm-hmm. Um we went to well through uh, our school actually we did a cool um boat tour kind of thing where we actually went underneath um the what's it called the tower bridge i think Mm -hmm. it like opened up for our boat so we all got to like stand out on the front and back and watch that open and close yeah and you can also just like walk along the bridge and see that happen Mm -hmm. um but that was beautiful that was our first or second night and it was free because it was through the school yeah cool so that was awesome um, and then, yeah, now, because we've seen most of the sites, I feel like now in we're London. just exploring the little. Yeah, we're, we're planning on venturing, you know, yeah. out of London. We're thinking of going to uh, Brighton tomorrow, which is yes. a city mm-hmm. south of London, almost like, like an hour outer. away. Yeah. And um, then we're, uh, we're going to make our way to Liverpool at some point and check awesome. out uh, a bunch of the other uh, cities mm-hmm. outside of London. Uh, I want to ask you something, too. I, you mentioned earlier, Sarah, that you've been to Harrods and it's, it's pronounced Harrods, right? Am I saying that right in London? I don't know. Yeah, Harrods? that's how it's spelled. It's either, I've been saying like 
Harrods, yeah. Harrods? But it might be Harrods. So I went there years ago, and I wanted your thoughts on this, because one of the things that amazed me is that it's a it's obviously a massive store, and they got everything. It's like a fancy Costco. They got clothes. They got food. They got yeah. seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like everything. I've never been to a store like that. And by the way, yeah, it's nicer I than Costco. It. I like Costco, but this is nicer than Costco. <laughs> <laughs> a tad bit nicer yeah. a tad bit nicer yeah so we walked through there there's like every designer you could think of um and then the food hall i think that was crazy like i just loved looking at all the different things you could buy yeah um a lot mostly like specialty things i doubt anyone actually grocery shops there but i wish i could the pastries i would grocery shop yeah. there i bought tea I there actually it. because um i've been wanting to get like an authentic tea and I'm pretty sure Darjeeling tea is a very classic British flavor. So I mm-hmm. bought some of that there and loose leaf. So I had to buy a little tea strainer, but I just loved walking around there. There's so many, you can even have tea, I think, in little scones or cakes in the center. Yeah, I think I saw the one. Um, at like good. a little countertop. And then another one that I went to on my own, actually, I didn't drag Jack along to this, but there's two other department stores I feel well there's like four I think the main ones in London but I went Mm -hmm. to this other one called Liberty London and that was five different floors maybe and it was beautiful it seemed like I was in an old church or something that was converted into a department store because it had um stained glass windows going up the steps all those kinds of things it was really nice and it had a bunch of like unique brands and stuff so I just love walking around those kinds of Thanks. And then I also went to Selfridges, which I did not drag Jack to either. <laughs> so I was bummed I missed um, that one. But this one, I feel like Selfridges was the least unique. Like I think Liberty and Harrods are the most, but mm-hmm. Selfridges, besides the food section, which US department stores don't have those really, um, I felt like I could have been in like, I don't know, Nordstrom or Neiman Marcus, and it seemed similar to that. Mm-hmm. So I think Liberty is maybe underrated, but one to check out. Or maybe, okay. I don't know if it's underrated, but I just hadn't heard people talk about it as much. That's very cool. You're definitely taking yeah. advantage of being in the city in a very short time. You've only been there a short time and yet have seen so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like every weekend I get a text from Sarah at like noon. It's like, are you up yet? Are you up yet? Like, let's go like check out something else. And I'm like, oh, I was just planning on sleeping all day. But, you know, I guess we can uh, go to a different part of London. <laughs> You're being a good boyfriend, Jack. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I want to ask and, you. Go ahead, Sarah. Well, I was just going to say, it's nice. We have these student Oyster cards. Yes. Which we bought like the travel card for. So you yes. pay 90 pounds a month mm-hmm. and then you get unlimited busts and two brides within and like past that 90 pounds. So we both got that. So I don't feel yeah. guilty anymore going all over the city. Yeah, it makes it nice. It's just using the card that we've already loaded up. Absolutely. Um, so that's really handy. Was yeah. it easy coming into London from New York in the sense that you were going from one big city into another? I'd say it was, I'd I say New York so. makes it prepares you way yeah. like London's way nicer than New York in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Like it's, um, first of all, like New York's got a lot of issues now separately, like, but London just seems way cleaner. Um, it's safer. Like I, we, we both obviously go to school in the Bronx. It's where Fordham is. And the Bronx mm-hmm. isn't like, you know, best area, but it's not like we live in a nice area. It's on Arthur Ave. It's like the Italian area with all the really good Italian food. Right. And, um, but even in the Bronx, it's like, you're still like, you know, you're being smart. Like you're looking both ways and you see some interesting characters in London. It's really, for me, at least I felt so safe. Like the subway 
there's no like interesting characters on the subway. It's like right. all, you know, you know, people commuting or, or going wherever they're going. Um, the subways themselves, like there's not trash all over the place. There's not trash on the tracks. Like it doesn't smell horrible. Like the subways are clean. Like there's, there's not like, you know, you're not gonna see piss on the ground or something random. It's, it's, um, it's prepared us in a, in a nice way. I mean, I, I love New York too, but, but London's just, uh, it's definitely way cleaner and it's nicer. The so tube stations my, in London are more fun, right? Aren't they have more personality than the New York stations? I've, I've found. Oh yeah. Definitely. And bigger too. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Much more room to stand and stuff. You're mm-hmm. on top of people. Have you so met London's a lot of Americans London's... there besides your fellow mm-hmm. students? Honestly, no, yeah. I don't think we have. I, occasionally. I, yeah. But... Occasionally, but not really. Yeah. Have... I feel like also cause international travels down right now, you know, mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. Maybe as the semester goes on, we'll see more tourists seeming, or I don't know. I haven't, you know, we haven't met that many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that number will probably, you're there through the spring, right? Yeah, yeah. we're we'll leave beginning of May. Mm-hmm. So I would think that um, probably in March and April, you'll see an increase. Because here in the States right now, I'm sure you know this from talking to your folks back home, things are improving with COVID, at least as of the date of this. The numbers are going down. I think people are more comfortable. I was out last night at a restaurant it felt like pre you know felt felt normal yeah. to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. so actually um uh, at the restaurant we went to jack randomly there the same night was our co-host joe and his wife jen really yeah same restaurant that's same funny time. that's really um, funny he's probably like i can't i can't get away from this guy that's true <laughs> that's true and we had lunch together earlier in the week as well so oh nice have you been on any double dates with william and kate yet <laughs> <laughs> You know, we sent an invite, but we didn't hear a response. We actually, we got an invite from um, Harry and Megan, but we turned them down. Understood. Um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. You are there, though, for a very interesting moment in British monarchy history, I think, because the queen is just marking her 70th year on the throne, which is remarkable. The longest serving British monarch. Yeah. And I mean, she is, yeah, bless her, but she is very old and it's impressive because she still seems so with it i've seen like her speak and stuff not here but just you know uh, through the years and, she's going to uh, be on the podcast well, also... next week so we'll get a chance to ask her some questions yes <laughs> yes exactly we're excited mm-hmm. for that and there's uh, if... also um ahead, there's Jack, like oh go ahead no you got it no you you were saying something about the queen i don't want to interrupt that oh i was just going to say that in addition to the monarchy there's also um like british politics is heating up because Boris Johnson and his party gate, which um, yeah. was just news to us coming here. But we've, we've been able to see like people uh, talking about that. It does seem funny to me that um, I was, I don't know who I was saying this to, but it's like for uh, the British there, this is a huge scandal for them. The fact that he was having uh, parties during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like every politician in the States pretty much was doing that pretty normally. And like, it, on, <laughs> yeah, like pretty much everyone. And so it was just, um, it was funny. Cause I'm like, like, maybe British politics don't have as much going on where there's like, they, they need, uh, they turn things into bigger stories. So I'm like in the U S this would be a very, you know, normal day for us, but here they're, they're threatening to impeach him over it. It's true. If you remember here in the States, California governor, Gavin Newsom was caught at a restaurant very early in the pandemic and that people are angry about that. It's, it, yeah, but you're true. It's turned into a major scandal. This is what happens when you go yeah. abroad. You, you bring scandal with you everywhere you go. Clearly. Um, I was like, I, I saw the headline and I was like, oh, like the politician was having a party during the pandemic. I was like, that's pretty standard stuff for us in the States. Like, I'm not really sure why it's such a big deal here. 
Um, I want to ask you another question, then we'll turn into the, the food discussion so we could talk more about Sarah's uh, amazing Instagram page. Yes. But um, before we get to the food, I wanted to ask you two questions. One, do you have any plans to go on the London Eye Ferris wheel? No, but I know of someone who is doing that. I don't know. We saw it and it wasn't really moving. So I don't know if it's running right now. Oh. Maybe it was just the time of day we, we went. We but... couldn't tell if it was moving or just yeah. moving really slowly. Like we couldn't, right. we couldn't get a good idea. We do though, actually. So we don't have plans to do that at the moment, but in April, yes. Jack found this, or his ben roommate found, found yeah. this thing where it's called the London in the sky, I think. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be eating brunch in the sky basically like suspended in this high up table above london basically in the air yeah like it's roller like, coaster. they put you on a platform where you're basically like strapped into a seat with a table in front of you with food like waiters and stuff and it's like whatever it is like 20 people maybe and they lift you up on a crane all the way up in the air and you eat your we did brunch because it was like big, I think the cheapest, but and you, you eat your brunch um, suspended in the air, which I will definitely get content for for the podcast. If yeah. I don't drop wow. my phone, but that'll be really cool. That is awesome. So I would love to do something yeah. like that. That would be amazing. Um, mm -hmm. And that's separate than the, is, am I correct? That's separate from the London Eye. That's on its own thing. Separate, yeah, yeah, completely totally different. Separate. Mm -hmm. That's great. So if you do that, you may not need to go on the London Eye. The only thing yeah. I'll mention yeah. is <laughs> I, I, I went on the London Eye and we went on a beautiful blue sky day. And when we got to the very top, the photos are amazing. So the views alone, you see Big Ben. No, you see, is it Big Ben? I don't even Probably. know, but you're in a, yeah. you're in a great location. Ben, yeah. um, so that was the first thing. And the second thing I was going to ask you is, are you going to go to Abbey Road and recreate the Beatles album cover? Yes, we yes. have to do that. We're going to go to Liverpool and check out, because um, Abbey Road's in Liverpool, right? No, Abbey Road's yeah, London. I think so. Oh, is it? Really? Abbey Road's in London. The studios is in London. Yes. Oh. All right. I can't wait for all our uh, Beatles fans to like kick me off the podcast no. for that comment. I will but... not let that happen. I will defend you. But okay. Well, then, yeah, we, we can definitely go. Yeah. I think we kind of had the idea that um, pretty much all that Beatles stuff was just in Liverpool because we were pl we were planning on doing a lot of uh, or seeing at least a lot of Beatles uh, related things oh. there. Oh, yeah, you're right. All right. How yeah, we'll make it? our way over there. It's Close to Jack, honestly. Oh, wow. That's actually really close to me. I'm all the way in Shoreditch, if any um, listeners are familiar <laughs> with London. It's What's a it fun called? area. Shoreditch? That's not too far from me at all. Shoreditch. Okay. Mostly, I would say it's like a trendy, artsy area, but mostly nightlife, I've found. Yeah. We don't, there's my, not, there's some things to do during the day, actually. Yeah. There's a flower market every Sunday. We went last week. It was um, cute. Cool. There's other little markets all but, over the place. But my area, Scott, is uh, Camden or Cayman? I always mix the two up because Camden's New Jersey. I'm no, it, it's kind of Camden, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But, um, oh, Camden. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the Regent's Park where they have the Regent's Zoo, which is the one we were talking about from the movies, is, mm -hmm. you know, like a 10 minute walk from it. And then it looks like Abbey Road is about just a little further, like a 15 minute walk from there. So cool. um, we'll definitely check that yeah. out. Something else I would, if you guys have the time and are interested, what I would love to hear your thoughts on, maybe you could send some pictures in, is Carnaby Street in London. And the reason I mentioned that Street. is because back in the 60s, just like there, that that's swing in london you know what i mean so when you think about the great rock and roll bands from the 60s and the hippies and all that that was all carnaby street was a big place and i, I know it's it has stores now we were just there Is that by that's where we got lunch today oh there you go there you go wow how was it <laughs> It was great. We went to this place called Bao, which is um, Taiwanese food, kind of. I think I don't mm -hmm. know if Jack mentioned it earlier, I don't but think I did. 
We got little steam buns, um, all different appetizers. Cool. It was very yummy. I, it doesn't seem like there's as many, uh, uh, you know, like authentic rock bands, you know, performing there, but maybe we didn't get a good look. <laughs> well, is, it, is that where O'Neill's is? Is that over there? Yeah. Okay, because there is a, um, uh, a bar we went to called O'Neill's, which they have a lot of live music. So, mm-hmm. and I know they did say that they have a lot of live bands. So um, we didn't go on the street the night that they had them, but um, the area is cool. The area is very like hip, tons of like stores. A lot of young people are always over there. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, maybe, maybe we just don't know about the scene as well, but yeah, maybe. Well, very yeah. cool. Very cool. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm so happy for both of you and I'm glad to hear you're having an amazing time in London. I'm very jealous. I just, I wish I was there with you, but uh, anyhow, to transition into the, into Sarah's Instagram page. Let me ask you how the food is in London. Have you uh, enjoyed the restaurants you've been to? Honestly, yes. Certain people I've found who we go to school with aren't adjusting to it very well, but I don't find it to be too much different. Um, main, they have great grocery stores. I've been going to M&S because that's, it's Mark's, Mark and Spencer's. That's what it stands for. Um, that's like about 10 minutes from me. And that's more i don't know what i would compare it to but it has a lot of like specialty stuff like i could get i love getting their little chicken pot pie things which are cute and good for dinner and then like i don't know all that kind of stuff so and then jack's been going to like sainsbury grocery stores are good restaurants though all different kinds of things Mm -hmm. um the pubs are delicious we went to a sunday roast last week actually which was fun we never Googled the significance of a Sunday roast. Well, I have a theory on the Sunday roast, and I hope that I'm right, even though I haven't looked it up. My theory is, well, just to get back to your original question, Scott, I, I agree with Sarah. The food is really good. It's mm-hmm. definitely um, a different variety. So in the in the city, especially where we are, like in, um, we're not in Manhattan, we're in the Bronx, obviously, but even in the Manhattan we go in, there's a ton of Italian restaurants. And while there obviously are Italian restaurants here, like it's not as frequent, like it's, it's, there's just way more of a variety here. So there's a lot of like uh, Taiwanese food, a lot of Indian food, um, a lot of, um, a lot of just, uh, just, it's a different variety of food than you have um, in the States. And it's really good though. Like all the stuff that I've really never gotten to enjoy typically, they just have everywhere. And Sarah mentioned pubs, the UK people, maybe everyone knows this, but the UK, I, it was news to me the uk is huge on pubs it's just like instead of um which i love because instead of having to go to like these wonky crazy expensive bars which they still have here in london too obviously it's city but there's just pubs everywhere like for example where i am there's a pub right across the street and it's just like it's really cozy you know you can go over there at any point super casual they have great food um it's it's nice it's like it's it's different obviously than the, the states um you know even the grocery stores it's like they have great food selection, but it's a different food selection. It's not like the, you know, the American uh, food we're used to different brands maybe, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's really good. I, I heard from people that London food wasn't good and I don't, it's not true. London food is great. Yeah, and um, true. <laughs> to Sarah's point about the sun, the Sunday roast. So we, Sarah discovered it actually, or I guess you knew about it from your friend, right? Mm-hmm. Who had been to London, but um, it's this thing on Sundays where they just have like these, it's a huge meal. It's at like three, it's, I guess, a little bit earlier than dinner, a little bit later than lunch. Mm-hmm. And um, you just have this huge meal. So for us, we went to this um, pub a little bit further from us. In Kensington. In Kensington. And we, I got this great roasted chicken. It came with potatoes. It came with, um, and then we're looking up the, uh, the origin. According to Google, it says that Roman Catholics and Anglicans, they abstain from eating meat on certain days of the week. 
but the Sunday roast was seen as a celebration because all meat and dairy could be consumed on Sundays. So okay. There you go. There you go. That's cool. the origin, but it's, it's just an excuse to eat really good food. <laughs> now it is for at least for us. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like huge. It's really roasted chicken. It's really rich and yeah, um, all different potatoes. And... We started with camembert, which that's yes. my, I was so looking forward to that because I love like baked brie and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what it is, is they gave us a little sourdough thing with the baked brie in the middle and yeah. some celery <laughs> to dip it in. Yeah, oh, that's good. good stuff. It was delicious. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do remember people saying that London, if you like international cuisine, it's really stellar. There's so many good options. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you mentioned a moment ago, have you had fish and chips in a pub? Oh, yes. Yes. The pub right across the street Mm -hmm. is where we've had our our favorite fish and chips. Mm -hmm. I've Sarah's gotten it twice. I think I've Mm -hmm. gotten it and uh, it's delicious. It's just, it's really good. So that leads me to ask a question here and I would direct our listeners to immediately follow this amazing Instagram page that Sarah po- Sarah puts together. It's called eats.bysarah, S-A-R-A-H. Please follow that account. And uh, Sarah, I'm going to ask you to tell our listeners about it in a moment. But on a recent post, Sarah included a quote by Jack. The quote is this. I haven't felt this gluttonous in so long since the U.S. to be exact. Close quote. <laughs> so hearing what you have just said to me, is it because of the number of food options and the fact that if I'm saying this correctly, Jack, have you expanded your, your palate in terms of what you've been eating? Okay. I have much to Sarah's. Um, Sarah's very happy to hear that, that I have expanded my palate from just, you know, chicken nuggets and the such. She it is was, a wonderful we lady, this- Jack. She's a wonderful lady. She is. I couldn't agree more. We went to this restaurant that, so typically, like you said, we've been going to uh, different kinds of cuisines and it's mm-hmm. all been great, but um, I, I don't know if the lighter is the right word, but maybe I'm just not used to um, eating it, but it's been, all been delicious. Mm-hmm. But then we went to this bar, which was delicious because we heard about these things called uh, freak shakes, which are just like these milkshakes with uh, all sorts of different additions to make it delicious. But like my post says, a little bit, you know, a little bit much. And it was an American themed mm-hmm. uh, bar. And so I guess that, so that's why I said I had, right. I didn't realize it really when I said it, but it was, we got a milkshake. It was, do you want to describe it? Um, sure. It was like a salted caramel donut milkshake, I think. So yeah. the base was, might've been vanilla or salted caramel, I forget which. And then it had a, basically a Krispy Kreme donut on top with yeah. chocolate and caramel drizzle. Amazing. And I think the reason it felt more filling, I found this kind of like dairy, they don't include it as, there's not cheese on everything here. Yes. I feel like in the U.S. we just, pile on the cheese which i'm fine with except when we're eating bowls of cheese at sunday roast um in our kim yes but it's like mac and cheese i don't see that on the menus very much um nachos i guess you have to go to a mexican restaurant for that but we haven't had that very much so we got like we got um french fries nachos um you got cauliflower which was good yeah but um and then also what was the last thing we got that was really good too mac and cheese and we hadn't had any of this stuff in a while and so, yeah, it filled me up. I want to hear something. And then oh, I promise, I promise you, we're going to, I'm going to immediately turn to Sarah's Instagram account, but you mentioned mac and cheese. <laughs> Other than occasionally tasting mac and cheese, I've never had mac and cheese as a dish in the States. I really can't stand being near it. Isn't wow. that weird? That oh is, my gosh. do you like, do you like cheese? I definitely like cheese and I eat a lot of cheese. There's something, and I've met like- one other person that feels the way I do about this. It's something, it's really weird. 
but the way the cheese is and the pasta being melted, like I like baked ziti, perfect example, because there's cheese uh-huh. and baked ziti, but the mac and cheese, I think it's the cheddar that often goes along huh. with mac and cheese. I don't like melted cheddar cheese. And I can't have you ever even, had I, like interesting. Have yeah. you ever had like craft mac and cheese? Like that's always the most basic. Can't, I like, can't even not, like, like be physically near it very easily. The smell is disgusts me. You would not like Maison Pickle then. True. We, in the city. We go to this one restaurant in the city called Maison Pickle and they serve really good mac and cheese. If you're going to try mac and cheese. That would be a good one to try. Try that Okay. One. <laughs> Very good. Maybe I will on a dare from a listener or something like that. Scott, is, oh my is, is mac, do you see mac and cheese in the room with you right now? Do I see it? Like, you mean the food mac and cheese? What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, like when joke? you go to, you know, when you go, you know, when you go to therapy and, uh, and you're, you're like afraid of something and they're like, oh, like, do you oh. see this person in the room right now? I don't see it right now. I'm not, I'm not nervous. Okay. I'm very relaxed right now. This is great. That's good. Um, oh so Sarah, tell us about your Instagram page and what was the inspiration for you to create it and, and about what it is, like what, why you post what you do. Yeah. So, well, it started, I think in high school, I created it because I just would love taking pictures of my meals because I was always trying to go to like the most delicious restaurant, that kind of thing. And then I realized people on my real food or on my real Instagram don't want to see pictures of food. They would rather see pictures of faces or places. So then I decided to just make an entire account about it and put cute little captions to go along with it. And I found now that it inspires certain people to try different restaurants because I don't know, I guess, I don't know how I just have this random skill of finding good food wherever I am. She has a gift. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> niche um, skill, but niche, yeah. niche skill. It's a great skill to yeah. have. I wish I had that skill. Even in the UK so far, it's proven yeah. to be successful. Completely. Yeah. It is very so cool. Now because... just... Go ahead, Sarah. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, now it's just like a fun little thing I do with, yeah, I just try to post daily because, yeah, it's just nice to like separate from my real Instagram. Right. (laughs) It's interesting because nowadays with everybody having a camera on them, they all could do this stuff. Uh, And I find that people taking pictures of food is more common, but it's still not something most people do. I know, for example, when I'm on vacation and they bring, you know, I go out nice restaurants and they bring food. Immediately, my wife and I are taking pictures of everything on the table from like the appetizers <laughs> to the entrees, side dishes, and no one else seems to really do it. It's, it strikes me as weird. I'm like, don't you want to remember this moment? And it also kind of is like a, a <laughs> diary in a way, if that makes yes. sense. That was what I was going to say, too. Yeah, I also I like it for that reason. And I also have a little Yelp bookmark thing because I like to just see it on an actual map like where i've eaten so it's cool in london like watching it fill up kind of with all the places we've been Mm -hmm. um but yeah because i can't remember every single meal i've ever had so the instagram helps with that so it's like a little diary and then i've actually been keeping a journal here which is yeah i haven't looked back at it much but in a few months it'll be fun too a journal i've been trying to write down what we do each day everything like no not i try to not write what we eat because (laughs) i did that before and looking back i realized that was what i was doing Mm -hmm. and i was like i didn't want to hear about what i ate that day um so yeah i've been writing about what places we've been to um all that kind of stuff what i was Mm -hmm. up to each day do you find that some of your followers obviously i would assume some of your followers are friends of yours that are following the account but do you find that you've gained followers who are foodies that do follow a lot of food accounts on Instagram? Yeah, um, a lot. I, 
have like 300 or close to 300 followers and it's not all people who I know I get sure. a bunch of random followers um I think yeah I've talked to people though who only follow the account like I'm not that close with and they'll tell me that they'll save my posts for inspiration of where to go so I feel like that's pretty cool yeah, not yeah. famous but yeah, helping people famous. out <laughs> there no, I, I'm gonna tell you something interesting and I really I'm not just saying this because you're Jack's girlfriend and I consider you a friend of mine as well I'm truly what I'm about to say I really mean <laughs> with all my heart I you know we all when we're on Instagram like I'm on right now we see these posts and we kind of scroll through we'll like a post we'll occasionally read the commentary on the post but i always stop on your posts because i love food and the photos are so well done and the commentary is interesting like um you even did a video post it may have been on this instagram story the other day wow. where you had a caramel dish right yes and, i love doing my taste test videos <laughs> yeah they're great because the way you describe the food it's honestly like listening to a, a very experienced food critic and I have Scott, you're, you're giving her way too much confidence. No, right I, now. I mean this. Forget accounting. That's my dream job. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's true. And you know what's interesting is that I think during the pandemic, speaking for myself, and I've had conversations with others who feel the same way, because people were staying home for so long, they become more obsessed with food. Like food was the big deal. Like at the height of the pandemic, I wasn't doing that much to be perfectly honest. And I would look forward to taking, you know, bringing home food for dinner to what we would be cooking. And now that that just has carried over now where I'm back to, you know, pretty much normal and going to restaurants and things like that, I become more interested in food. And I think a lot mm -hmm. of people have. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons I really like your Instagram page because it does give ideas. And even if I may not go to those same restaurants, I'm like, oh, you know what? That caramel looked good. And I saw this cool caramel candy at a store. Next time I go, we're going to get it or something like that. Um, let me yeah. ask you some questions, just random food questions. Nothing to do with your account. I'm just going to, what is, you mentioned you like cheese. What is your favorite type of cheese? Probably brie, I would say. Brie, okay. That's my favorite, I think, yeah. And uh, what is your favorite thing to eat when you go to a Chinese restaurant? Hmm. I like spicy food. So, okay. But I also like, I like vegetable lo mein. That might be what I order. Or else I like kung pao chicken. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, those like, might be my two favorites. Do you like sushi? I do. I actually went to a really good sushi place here with a friend. Okay. Uh, what it's is your favorite Sticks type of sushi? sushi? Yeah. Um, uh, I guess I would say it's basic, but spicy tuna roll. Okay. Well, that's, you know, sometimes if you can't do the basics right, it's not a place to go to, right? You got to, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. what is the best bagel you've had in New York? Mm, this is easy. I actually miss this place so much. It's called Esther Bagel. Jack, okay. it's yeah, funny. I, I know he's it. had it probably, yeah, he's had it probably four times, but he's never been himself because I'll always go with like friends or something and then bring him back a bagel. She wakes up too early in the morning on the weekends and not. <laughs> I don't want to wake up and go all the way into Manhattan just to stand in line for two hours for a bagel. Is that how long the line is? Two hours? Before the pandemic, it was not that crazy. But for some reason now, every time I've gone, the line is way out the door, like to the end of the corner. So my friends and I have started um, calling in the orders in advance, which okay. saves a lot of time. I'm going to ask so. you a very weird question, okay? Because it deals with bagels yeah. and cream cheese. My <laughs> wife and I have strong disagreements about this. 
I don't <laughs> like, okay, if I go get every Sunday morning, I get bagels. If I go to a bagel place and I get, let's say a bagel with cream cheese and the bagel is hot. So then by the time I get home and open it, the cream mm. cheese is melted. I do not like it. I actually, mm. I've literally thrown bagels out if the cream cheese is all melted. That's like, <laughs> like the mac and cheese thing for me. Um, oh my gosh. Do you feel the same way or no? I can tell you don't. <laughs> well, I don't. So I don't ask for it toasted if it's already like fresh out of the oven. And so right. then I feel like when it's just fresh out of the oven, like that temperature doesn't melt. So then I don't really care, but I don't like it the opposite. I don't like it when it's too like cold or like stiff, when the butter's not you know? melted and onto it butter particularly jack yeah. knows this i don't like when i could see the butter like i like it fully melted i'm like it's not a big <laughs> deal it's just um that, I so i guess mean. like opposite but not really kind of the opposite but yeah. same thing have you ever had That's a cinnamon raisin thing. bagel with butter <laughs> i don't know why i have not try it not it's from good. a real bagel store at least it's surprising my dad's favorite bagels in the raisin really? bagel. yeah, yeah i never yeah. I always um, lean towards the savory flavored bagels. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of your Instagram account, what are some things that you would like? Where do you see it going? Do you, in other words, do you um, is there a particular type of cuisine you like to post more of or no? Not really. Um, no. As long as I'm not taking the pictures, she's happy. The goal. She, <laughs> oh yeah. She says I take bad pictures, which I think I take Sarah, great come on, food pictures. Come on. But. <laughs> Well, the goal for my account, I, I've been doing it for so long that it's just taking a while, but right. I would love to be paid for my pictures or invited yes. to a restaurant. That would just be amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how people get to that point. I just got to build up the following. I know. And once you have a certain amount of followers. I'm slowly but surely building up the following. So yeah. that's my end goal for the food account. Right. But I just like doing it for fun because it's like cool to look back on and like yeah. other people, and people use it for reference. Our friends and stuff like or Sarah's friends and stuff. I know like to get featured on. Yeah, I like to get featured on the account exactly, too. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Sarah's like, I got this with Jack or whatever. Yeah. I think it's fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. I agree. It's it's a very fun account. And let me just ask you something else. I'm looking at your account right now, Eats by Sarah. I'm going to bring up a couple of things that to me look particularly good. And I want your thoughts on them. Uh, what was I going to mention? First one here, avocado toast, right? Did you make that yourself? Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know which one you're talking yeah, which one? about. My sister made that up. Okay. She submitted it to me. Looks really good. That's restaurant <laughs> Sarah, quality right there. Sarah. Sarah yeah. and Sophie, I guess. I didn't know yeah. Sophie was, but I know Sarah's very good at making avocado mm -hmm. toast. I never had eaten an avocado until <laughs> I started dating Sarah. And she's like, eat, eat this avocado toast. And it was really good. And I'm assuming you've also, is this home cooking too? The cinnamon rolls? Yes. That that's is. good stuff. I actually, I was gonna mention, I was gonna mention this before, but through the um, like when we were all locked down, I guess because school wasn't in person, I got into um, Christina Tosi, who's the founder of Milk Bar. She mm -hmm. was doing every day a bake club thing where she would go live, and the day before she would tell you which ingredients to prepare, mm -hmm. and um, on the day of it, like two o'clock, I think every day she would do a different recipe, and that like kept me busy during quarantine I yeah think no absolutely still be doing it honestly it's awesome um, so that was something and yeah. by the way I'm, i must have missed this before i do see you posted photos from the sunday roast and i'm looking at the pictures now and they oh, are yes. spectacular. oh there's the brie right and the there it is mm -hmm. this yeah, is awesome this is such a great account i really gorgeous. want uh, please follow this account everyone it's it's really awesome uh <laughs> eats dot by sarah and uh yeah. 
Anything else you'd like to say about the account before we turn to the Stuff We Love segment? Um, no, but give it a like if you guys, and a follow, of course, if you search at my account on Insta, the more the awesome. merrier. <laughs> do you have TikTok, by the way? Any other social media that you do for the food accounts? No, I deleted TikTok a while ago. That was just a sudden change I decided to do with all this COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just Instagram for now. Instagram. Well, it's great. And uh, keep on posting. We love looking at the photos and... Yeah. Uh, makes me hungry when I look at it, which is great. Um, I guess now, Jack, you want to introduce the Stuff We Love segment? Sure. So now we're going to be talking about our very popular Stuff We Love segment. This is where each of the hosts and the guests will just go around and say any particular product, uh, TV show, movie, something they got that they're really enjoying right now and why. Yep. Um, so, Scott, do you want me to go first? Uh, sure. Absolutely. So for this week, for me, my Stuff We Love segment is the book of Boba Fett on Disney+. Plus. That was uh, going to be mine, Scott, too, I don't know if you've okay. That's okay. Oh, okay. No, it's good. I'll make Keep it going. a spoiler-free review. I'll make it a spoiler-free review in just in case any of our listeners haven't caught up on all the episodes. Mm-hmm. But basically, I'll, I'll put it quite simply, they're doing in this very short episode TV show, I think there's only about six episodes so far, they're doing in these six episodes um, what the entire uh, Disney and Star Wars franchise couldn't do in three movies. They're like, they're on, they're honoring the story better. They're honoring the characters better. And um, they're making it a, a way more Star Wars production that if you were discouraged by uh, the sequel trilogies, as was I, um, I, I'm sure most people like Mandalorian. So I bet most of these people are watching Book of Boba Fett anyways, but um, the show is great and I've really enjoyed it. And the last episode, especially Scott, as you know, was insane. It was so good. And um, I'm really excited for the finale, but highly recommend everyone checks it out. Yeah, there's nothing else I could add to that, Jack. That was perfectly said. The only thing I'll say, spoiler free, is that if any of our listeners love Star Wars, but haven't watched Book of Boba Fett because they weren't into the first couple of episodes, you really need to watch it because everything else in the Star Wars universe now is coming together. So you must catch up Mm -hmm. on Book of Boba Fett. Just unbelievable what we what is going on in that show. Couldn't agree more. It's funny, Sarah. Sarah doesn't watch uh, Book of Boba Fett. I don't know if you've even seen all Star Wars movies. Not all of them. Yeah, but um, we got her to watch Harry Potter, so we're working on it. And Marvel. Good. And Marvel, yeah. But um, cool. she, I was, I texted her. I was, or I told, I told her, I was like, I'm so excited to go back to my room so I can watch the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> and she was just like, Okay, like that's great. You go do that. But it's, it's, it's that good that I get yeah. really excited for the episodes. It's a, it's a appointment television, right? As soon as it drops, you got to watch yeah, it. And absolutely, honestly, like um, every time I log on to Twitter after an episode drops, if I haven't seen it, I almost can't even look at Twitter because that's all anybody's talking about. Yeah, at least on my Twitter. We'll, we'll feed. definitely, we'll definitely when the show ends do a an episode about like book of Boba Fett, um, kind of the state of star Wars. Cause sure. um, look, there's a lot to talk about there. Very cool. That sounds great. And Jack, uh, I, I honestly, that was my recommendation too. So, uh, another stuff we love super bowl, watch the super bowl this week. It's one of my favorite, <laughs> yes. days, favorite days of the year. And Sarah, a great day for food, by the way, I'll send you pictures mm. of whatever cool yes. fun foods I have here in the States, but, uh, Absolutely. Sarah, what is your stuff? We love recommendation. Um, I think my well so i just finished the book and then watched the movie with jack it's actually takes place in london it's or bridget jones diary I, okay. this might be geared more towards female listeners <laughs> at least the book but um it's really a funny book and movie about this girl it's just basically her life um and 
what's the actress's name? I don't know the actress's name, but Hugh Grant is in it and yeah. mm-hmm. Colin Firth. Renee um, Zellweger, right? British. Possibly, yes. Mm-hmm. She's Amer- American, I think so. right? Yeah. She's American, yes. Yeah. That's her then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a hilarious book. And it just got me in the London mood, yeah. which was fun. It was a good movie. Um, yeah, it was hilarious. I definitely recommend that. Great recommendation. And um, something else, which was my stu- uh, Stuff We Love recommendation on the last show, but I'll mention it because we're talking London today. Jack, I know you like horror movies. Sarah, I don't know if you like horror movies, but... There is a movie that came out last year called Last Night in Soho. It takes place in modern day London and also 1960s London. It's a very, I would call it psychological horror, but it could get, it's intense at times. I happen to love it. I just watched it recently. It's available to rent now through Apple TV. It's new. It came out last year. It stars the girl who's in the Queen's Gambit, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, I think her name is. Oh, lead actress. She's in it. And I think you would enjoy it because... It focuses a lot on London today and also London back in the day, which is really cool to see. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. If you want to see Another a good one horror movie. I've loved. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's also in London. I'm sure listeners have seen it, but Notting Hill. Notting have Hill, yes. Julia Roberts, yep. Yeah. That I haven't been to Notting Hill, the area yet, and definitely inspired me. Might try and go, I don't know, Tuesday maybe. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Hugh Grant, Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Super cute movie. I actually think I saw that movie in theaters years ago, which shows you how old oh. I am. That's so weird. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I think I saw it. I kind of have a memory of seeing it in theaters. But anyhow, that's what I remember about my youth, yeah. seeing Notting Hill <laughs> in the movie theaters. But um, <laughs> anyhow, this has been great, Sarah. It's so wonderful to talk to you for the first time. And Jack, it's good to see you, man. I'm glad to see you're both doing so well. You as well. Let's take a moment to tell our listeners where they could find us on uh, social media. So the Stuff We Love podcast, you could find us on Twitter at Stuff We Love Pod, Instagram at Stuff We Love Podcast. Our website is stuffwelovepodcast.podbean.com. And there you could find links to our prior episodes. You can write to us, stuffwelovepodcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page and a YouTube page as well. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe and give us those good five-star reviews, which makes it easier for others to find the show. Uh, I'll promote my Twitter. I'm on Twitter at scottyboy 4 that's S-C-O-T-T-Y. Some people think it's I-E, but it's not. It's S-C-O-T-T-Y, boy four. And uh, Sarah, how about you? We'll turn it over to you. Um, guys can follow my food account. It's, as Scott said earlier, eats.bysarah with an H at the end of my name. And yeah, I'd appreciate the follows. <laughs> cool. And Jack? Um, you can follow me at Stuff We Love Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sounds good. And if you find my personal account, you're a stalker, but I'll probably let you follow me there too. It's it's all wonderful stuff. And uh, with that, we will go around the table one more time. I'm Scott. I'm Jack. And I'm Sarah. And this has been the Stuff We Love podcast.